0: IRA rollover rules. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's ad bits, we, or I I should say, are going to discuss how the inherited IRA rollover rules work. And they're actually, you know, quite simple. So let me just set the agenda of today's podcast. First, we'll talk about what is an inherited IRA and the different types of inherited IRAs, and ultimately we'll chat about what you can do if you receive an inherited IRA. So let's get started. Uh, As the name suggests, an inherited IRA means that, unfortunately, someone has passed away who has had an IRA, whether it was a traditional, raw, simple, and you have been designated a beneficiary. Now, generally, when someone has an IRA, they have the ability to designate a primary and a contingent beneficiary or secondary. A primary is generally a spouse, which is the first person or persons, because you can have multiple primaries, right? It could be your 50%. um, Let's say you don't have a spouse, right? Two kids, 50% to um, your son, 50% to your daughter. Uh, Most people, if they have a spouse, will leave 100% primary to your spouse. In fact, if you want to designate someone other than your spouse, and in some cases, you'll need uh, your spouse's consent to basically uh, acknowledge that they will not be deemed or designated a primary beneficiary. Um, but ultimately, that's probably the most tax efficient way, because under the new requirement and distribution rules, if you leave it to your kids or grandkids, um, they may have a 10 year window and there could be tax implications where if you leave it to a spouse, he or she can move it into an IRA in their name and they're not... Generally, be immediate tax depending on uh, their age. So, um, generally, uh, as I mentioned, when you are designated a beneficiary, you're generally a primary or a secondary. The secondary means if the primary is no longer uh, alive, then obviously it kicks up to the uh, primary. Um, You generally have a primary and secondary because, you know, God forbid, there's a horrific accident and um you know multiple people are are, uh, unfortunately uh you know lose their lives at the same time you want to make sure there's someone there because if not you deal with probate and uh you don't want to do that so different types of inherited IRAs is spousal as I mentioned which generally you just put the IRA in in your name right if if your spouse dies God forbid then uh his or her IRA will just be put in your name uh non-taxable event um, the IRA is part of the overall estate, but you know, it's about a twelve million dollar uh, uniform lifetime exemption. And then there's the non-spousal inherited IRAs. So the non-spousal inherited IRAs you can't put in your name. It's designated as an inherited IRA, and you essentially under the new RMD rules have ten years to pull it out. And there, there's different um, depending on on the age of the decedent on whether you could pull it out, um, you know, over ten years or, or pro rata and they're they're still finalizing regs uh on that which should be out shortly but for purposes of today's podcast no if you have a spousal ira inherited you just move it into your own traditional ira and then you have all the same rollover rules you can move it to uh, a sap you could you know convert it to a roth you can move it to a 401k the same rollover rules would apply as if it was your IRA. The difference is if you have a non-spousal inherited IRA, you're essentially stuck in that universe. You cannot convert to Roth. You cannot move to a 401k. You're essentially stuck in the traditional IRA, right? Because even if you get an inherited IRA from a SEP, generally you're going to roll it into an inherited traditional IRA because you're most likely not a employee of the SEP. Uh, Adopted business. So, in almost all cases, the non spousal inherited IRAs are traditional IRAs. And generally, as I mentioned, uh, there's 10 year uh, distribution rules based off the new RMD uh, rules put forth in Secure Act 1 that was uh, promulgated in December 2019, which they're still actually finalizing regulations. Uh, gotta love uh, the IRS. So, uh, that's basically the heart of today's podcast. If it's a spousal inherited IRA, You're free to move it to another IRA, 401k, or convert it to Roth. It's kind of like your IRA. However, if it's non-spousal IRA, meaning you're designated from a non-spouse, like a parent, child, uh, friend, grandparent, whatever, cousin, um, then you have more restrictive rules, and you basically have to keep the IRA inherited in that traditional form. You can't convert it to Roth, can't move it to a 401k, can't roll it to a SEP. You're basically stuck, and you generally have about 10 years to pull those funds out if you're under 18 um there's there's further expanded rules where you don't have to take the money out uh until you reach the age 18 and then um you'll have to address the 10-year um rule so that's today's podcast the key is just remembering number one is it spousal inherited or non-spousal if it's non-spousal then you have more restrictive rules in terms of where you can roll that inherited IRA out to Basically, it's stuck in the traditional IRA world, can't convert it, can't move to form K, can't move to a SEP. Whereas if it's spousal, you, you have all the regular uh, rollover rules that would apply to any uh, IRA that that you actually, um, you know, had. So there it is. I hope you guys enjoyed today's ad bits. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. Leave a comment. Give it a thumbs up. Why not? Uh, it's a nice thing to do, right? It doesn't cost you anything. And uh, leave, leave a comment, leave a question. Love to hear from everyone. Um, hope. Everyone's is going amazing, and I look forward to uh, chatting with everyone again next week. Ciao, and take care.